0: Formation, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Tyler here. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly, where each week we take an opportunity to explain the whys behind what we do as a church family. This week, we want to talk a little bit about why we ask parents to serve in Formation Kids. Um, I've been a part of churches in my life that have done both, you Mm -hmm. know, that been in some churches. I mean, we've pastored churches. At one point, even with Ridgeline, we didn't really make any specific ask of parents in particular to serve in that area. Um, But I know like growing up, my mom was a children's pastor the majority of my life, and she always had a requirement. Um, and and, I mean, then I watched her work in three or four different churches where it was always normative. Uh, there was an expectation that if parents had a child that was in Mm -hmm. the children's ministry, that there was an expectation that they would participate in some
1: way. Oh yeah. I mean, I went to a church in Indiana where you, like you signed up by quarter Mm -hmm. and you weren't permitted to check your kids in until your family had filled the number of required slots for the following quarter, like that you had signed up yeah. for them. That's, and then, yeah, that's interesting. And then, and then you could use the ministry.
0: Yeah. And I, I mean, I, w- I would say like a lot of this has to do, we were recording a episode for a different podcast uh, yesterday talking about how like one of the things that is just really important for us as a church family is like we only offer the ministry that we as a community are willing to do because like we don't have some big staff. I'm actually the only True full-time staff member that we have because you run my XP, um, and then volunteer at an unbelievable capacity beyond that. But we don't have like a children's ministry or a children's pastor and a youth pastor and a worship—we we don't have that. We just right. have volunteers that serve. Totally. So. The language we use is like, we're a family and in a family, everybody's got to do their part. Yep. And so that has informed this shift toward us asking parents to serve in formation kids. Now, I do want to just say like, we've had some parents that have um, reached out. I've had them ask me like, uh, they say things like I'm I'm with my kids all week. Um, I need a break. I don't really want to serve in there. And so two things I just want to, I want to start with in this is number one, I really do understand the weariness of parenting. I have three kids. Um, I'm a very involved dad. Anyone that knows me would, would know that that is true. Um, I've also watched my wife, Tammy be a stay at home mom. And I've, I've seen how wearying it is to be with kids all like, it's just like a full-time, not full-time all the time kind of job. So I get it. And I really understand wanting, a break. So I just want to say like, I I can very much empathize with that uh, desire to have that. Um, But what I would say also is that our, our reason behind this is informed by one of our cultural values. We really believe that we should contribute in the areas that we consume. So the reason that we think it's important that people serve in general is because, well, If we're a part of a local church, we are consuming ministry, if you will. So it is Jesus-y of us to then contribute back into the place that we're consuming. That's one of the motivations behind giving, um, behind any of these things, is that we want to contribute where we consume. And so because parents are the ones that benefit most directly from Formation Kids, we ask that they would invest into that ministry. Exactly. makes sense? Yeah. So, so let's just hit a couple of practical questions that you can help speak into, and then we can chat a little bit about. The first one is just, so a, a parent is here, they want to have a child that participates in Formation Kids. How often are we asking a parent to serve?
1: We're asking everyone to serve no more than once a month. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, every once in a while, somebody like sneaks in a few extra and and we like cancel them out um, and let people know that we have a need. So uh, I think we've got April coming up. It's a five-week month. And so as a result, there might be a handful of people that do need to serve more than once. Uh, but outside of that, we're going to watch it really carefully. Yep. So just once a month. Okay. Yep.
0: And then second question, are both parents asked to serve? Or is it like a family thing where just one of you takes the bullet for the family?
1: Yeah. I mean, we would like to see both parents serve um, every month, once a month. I guess you could decide that on, as a family if one of you needs to take two or one of you needs to take one. Uh, I think the other thing is um, uh, it's like the attending parents. And yeah. so we have some parents who come uh, and they come alone on Sundays with their kids or whatever that would be the case uh, we also do provide a bit of like an exemption for those who serve regularly on the band or production mm-hmm. uh, just because some of those people are serving many times per month yeah and also have like a rehearsal thing and they come earlier than everyone else and yeah. so uh, there's that but I think every one of those exceptions uh, we've got someone who's got like a really serious work schedule conflict but every one of those uh, exceptions I so to speak is something that like we've discussed and like are aware of um, outside of that if there's not In that conversation, we absolutely need both parents to serve once per month in that area in order to make sure that the entire thing is staffed up. And
0: so it sounds like the ask would be if for some reason there is some conflict or reason why both of you, as attending parents, can't take an opportunity to serve in there once a month, then like have a conversation with us yeah. so we understand the situation. Yeah, for sure.
1: Because if what we're saying is this is what we need in order to use that ministry, this is what we need you to do. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, if you can't fulfill that, you should just talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And
0: then the, the third question, really the last one that I want to spend just a couple of minutes on that we've been asked is like, why don't people without kids serve in that ministry? Mm -hmm. So a couple different thoughts on that. The first is I think most succinctly is they do Mm -hmm. like, over half of the volunteers that we have serving in formation kids yep. do not have kids. Right, um, And I'll just say this even for our they family. They don't have kids in there. In like that ministry, yeah. Either they used yeah. to
1: have kids or they don't have kids yet. Right. So or they're single.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, but my, like my kids don't attend formation kids any longer, but yeah. both Tammy and Ava do serve in Once formation yeah. kids. Um, we have people like the newborns, we have some single people who serve mm-hmm. in there. And so I would just say we do have an, a great number of people without kids that are serving in that area. I also think it's, it's, it's worth saying like, it isn't fair I don't believe that we saddle people without kids. So single people or, you know, people in even our situation whose kids are not in that ministry anymore, or people like the newborns who have adult children, it isn't fair that we saddle those people with all of the responsibility to care for other people's children on Sunday morning. It's just, yeah. not. it's just, I, I don't, I truly, I don't understand exactly where the, I think because it has just become culturally normative sure. that children's ministries function as childcare, they sure. function yeah. as Sunday morning daycare. Yeah. And so I think it's cultivated um this sort of expectation in people that like, well, that's what the church has to provide. Right. And I, I would just argue that that's just because it's culturally normative doesn't mean that that Right. It's that's true by any means. And so we've had some people without kids even who have served at an unbelievably sacrificial level. Like one Mm -hmm. person in particular comes to mind. I think when you ran the numbers served upwards of 60 times Mm -hmm. over the course of a couple of years, which is incredible. And that person burnt out as you'd expect, you know, because unlike any other area of service in the church, that person missed church 60 times. Over mm-hmm. the course of two years.
1: Yeah. And that there's is- only 52 in a year. So that's more than once a week. Right.
0: So it's just, it is. And so ultimately, that's the thing that we're trying to head off. It, it isn't yeah. about like just having parents or just having people without kids. It's about sharing the load together.
1: Yeah. And I also think that it's just not anyone's place to insist that someone else serve them in a particular way. No, that's just not, that's not like the example we see from Jesus. That's not like, just not what we should do. And Mm -hmm. so I think in addition to recognizing like each of our responsibilities, making sure that you do convey gratitude, because if you do have like a group of kids that, that get an opportunity to like experience, uh, formation kids ministry on a uh, regular basis. And you're serving one time. There are still, I mean, every week we have six people in there. So there's 24 a month. And if you and your spouse account for two, that means that there's 22 people that really deserve a thank you. Yeah, Like, and, and I think that, uh, we have some people in our church who have served for a very long time. And I've just asked, like, has anyone ever just pulled you aside and said, thank you for serving. Thank you for caring for my kids. And do you know that the answer has been completely unanimously no? Yeah, And that's disappointing because, that. because um, it's warranted for sure. Cause yeah. it's not their responsibility. It's their service to our church. It's our service to you and it's our, their service to Jesus. And we can still say thank you.
0: Yeah. And I would say if you're listening and you are a parent or a person who has served in that area, you know, it isn't easy, right? You know, like, oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a parent, you definitely understand, but like, you know, having to just keep that many kids focused, having fun, alive, clean through the <laughs> (laughs) whole thing. It's an immense amount of work. And Mm -hmm. I very much, this is why we work so hard to keep it at once a month. I, and I, I mean, especially as the pastor of our church believes so deeply, it is critical that people get to be in worship on Sunday. So it is a sacrifice to do once a month. I am very empathetic to the ask that it is. And it's still just critically important for us to see all of our attending parents step up and serve one time a month. Cool. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Again, you'll hear us explain this every week until it really becomes habit for us, but there's really two ways uh, that you can help with the weekly. Uh, The first is you can send us any feedback that you have. And then the second is you can send us any questions that you would like the answer to. So if there's um, anything that we do that you would love to understand the why behind a little bit more, you can send us an email at info at formation, SLC.com. But until next week, uh, love you, we're praying for you, and we'll see you this Sunday.